0: Welcome
1: to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.
0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. Vanessa Denha Garmo here with Epiphany Communications, coaching and consulting. Well, Santa Claus is coming to town and he's coming to visit us early here on It's Your Community He's going to share with us some insight about being Santa Claus. Santa, welcome to It's Your Community.
1: Thank you, Vanessa. Glad to be here. Glad to be here.
0: It's always a pleasure talking with you. I'm very excited to ask you some questions that we know that are probably on the minds of many people, Santa. So we're going to get right to it. What are the best holiday presents you have ever received? You're always giving gifts, Santa, but what are some of the best holiday gifts that you have received over the years?
1: Well, my best gifts have always come from Mrs. Claus, but Mrs. Claus and I really haven't exchanged Christmas gifts for quite a few years. We're pretty much agreed that we, we've got everything we need. We get a lot of pleasure out of giving to others. And as, as far as gifts go, you know, many years ago, she and the, and the elves designed a uh, beautiful Santa Claus ring for me. And it was very cool and a, and a heartfelt gift. And I, I wear it all the time.
0: I love it. So uh, is this a ring you wear all year, Santa, or just during the Christmas season?
1: Well, I make sure to have it on during the Christmas season, but I, I do wear it quite a bit through the year.
0: That's great. So,
1: beautiful ring. I wish you could see it.
0: I love it. I love it. And so how um, how did you and Mrs. Claus actually meet, Santa?
1: Well, we live in a pretty small, close-knit community. And many, many years ago, I think we found each other a little sock hop or get-together or something like that. We locked eyes, and I knew I was hooked, and I figured we'd end up two peas in a pod one day. took me a little while to convince her of that, but she finally came around.
0: So now you're two peas in the North Pole.
1: That's it. Two (laughs) peas in the North Pole.
0: Two peas in the North Pole. So let's talk about Christmas. You know, so many people listening, we have our favorite Christmas, you know, favorite part of Christmas uh that we love, you know, whether it be the advent season for Christians or, you know, uh chopping down that tree in the woods or decorating the house. What what is your favorite part of Christmas, Santa?
1: Well I love the whole thing, but I think the days leading up to Christmas are are great. I love to see the spirit of Christmas on all the faces of those around me. It's it's just a magical time of the year.
0: And you know, and 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 listening to that Christmas music, uh, does that perk up some of your Christmas spirit too?
1: Sure does. I look I, quite honestly, I listen to Christmas music, not just at Christmas time. Mrs. Claus says, are you ever going to put on something else? But I, I listen to a lot of Christmas music, even off season.
0: Oh, I love it. So what is, let's talk about some Christmas gifts. We know that your elves are you know, working away, working their little hearts out as we lead to the Christmas day and and, and Christmas Eve where you're going to fly all around the world dropping off these gifts. But what is the best last-minute Christmas item you picked up at a local store? Have you ever had to go to a local store because the elves just didn't have that and finish that in the workshop?
1: Well, if I go to a local store for a last-minute pickup, it's almost always a personal pickup for me. And it's almost always cookies. I can eat a lion's share <laughs> of a family-sized package of double stuffed golden Oreos on, on my way home from the store.
0: Wow. So you, you just don't get your fill of cookies, huh, Santa? You just can't get enough of those cookies.
1: I don't. I don't.
0: <laughs> We're talking about Talking to Santa Claus here on It's Your Community this morning, and he is working away. His elves are working really hard leading up to Christmas to deliver those wonderful Christmas gifts across the world to all the wonderful good uh, boys and girls out there. So wh- what is your favorite cookie? Speaking of Christmas cookies, tell us about your favorite cookie. All
1: right. Well, I, I really, I love all Christmas cookies from the peanut butter blossoms, the snickerdoodles. Mrs. Claus, although, keeps me on a little bit of a diet. In the months leading up to Christmas, she says, go ahead, Santa, eat as many cookies as you want, but if you do, you there won't be enough Christmas magic in the world to help get you down any of those chimneys on Christmas Eve, and she's probably right, but when I start dropping down those chimneys and I find one of those cutout cookies with, you know, with the icing and the sprinkles on top, that's a nice cookie, and I can eat a load of those without ever filling up. It,
0: what, speaking of cookies and other desserts, uh, Santa, are there other kind of a
1: treats that you get that are not just cookies mostly cookies well, okay. know, when, I, when I drop down there's always something you know generally something for the reindeer they'll put out some some carrot sticks or some celery or something nice for the for the reindeer but I'll get a generally a short short glass of milk and uh and a few cookies uh-huh. I got a story about cookies many many years ago I was uh in my in my office, where these are the days leading up to Christmas, and Mrs. Uh-huh. Claus came in with a with a big tray of cookies. She said, "Santa Claus, you you get a chance, why don't you walk these back and uh, share them with with the elves back in the workshop?" I said, "Yes, dear, I, w- I will certainly do that." Well, she wasn't gone, you know, maybe five minutes, and she came back with with several tumblers of milk. And she looked down at the tray. She said, "Santa Claus, what in the world happened to so many of those cookies?" I said, well, I I don't know, it's it's a mystery. Maybe maybe some of the elves came in while I was away from my desk and then snagged a handful. She said, Santa, you got enough cookie crumbs in your beard to feed a small child. You're not going to blame this one on the elves. So we, we had a good laugh and she, she, she forgave me for it. Uh-huh.
0: So is it is it milk that you like to wash those cookies down with?
1: Absolutely, milk. I toast I toast the new year with a with a nice cold glass of milk and a handful of Christmas cookies. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think too, Santa. Sometimes you get people from all over the world with their own traditional cookies. And I remember in my house when you're as a kid, we gave you, I don't know if you remember this, but we gave you some baklava. You know, being from the Middle East, and uh, what one year my daughter insisted on making Rice Krispie treats for you because that was her favorite. So,
1: <laughs> you know what? I love baklava; it's so sweet and yummy, and I'll I'll take a Rice Krispie treat in a pinch any day of the week.
0: <laughs> We're talking with Santa here, in it's your community. What is some? What is um one of your favorite holiday stories, Santa?
1: Well, I've got one. That's no brainer, and that's uh. That's the night before Christmas, Christmas. And I'll I'll read that aloud to anyone who is willing to sit and listen to me.
0: I love it. The night before Christmas. Maybe we'll have a little time and I'll read that a little bit later uh, when we let Santa go. I'll end the show with some Christmas music and the night before Christmas. Um, you know, let's talk about some songs because you said you love Christmas music. You even play them in off seasons, maybe at the beach. I don't know when you're when you're uh, off season during the summer months, Santa. But what is a favorite Christmas song for you? Tell us about that.
1: I enjoy most most Christmas music. I listen to a lot of it. Like I said, leading up to Christmas, I like all the classics from Silent Night to the Little, little Drummer Boy. I also enjoy some of the toe tappers like the jingle bell rock or rocking around the Christmas tree. But I I suppose my two personal favorite Christmas songs are probably have yourself a merry little Christmas and I'll be home for Christmas. Those are great.
0: I love it. Let's see. Well, maybe if we have some time after we let Santa go, I'll I'll play some of that uh, Christmas music as well. Do you enjoy singing Christmas songs with children?
1: Uh, I like to sing the songs with the kids, that's for sure. But I'm no Michael Bublé, so I always I, encourage everyone around me, everyone in the room to sing as loud as they can so they might drown me out, but I always seem to be able to hear myself, though.
0: I, I love it. I love it. Does, does uh, Mrs. Claus like to sing with you?
1: She stands back and just smiles as I as I poke away at it, but uh, she knows, uh, like I said, and I'm not as good at it as as others. And I, if I could just mouth the words while everyone else is singing, it'd be great. But uh, I think they'd notice.
0: So, uh, Santa Claus, do children ever ask you for any unusual gifts for Christmas?
1: Most of the gifts are, you know, their toys or their clothing. Or very often, somebody wants a puppy dog, or they like a a kitten. But the unusual requests usually come from siblings in family, like my brother wants to stay out of my room and he's always making fun of me. Can you do something about that, Santa? Or something like, I'm, I'm gonna get a baby sister pretty soon, mom says, and I really don't want one. Uh-huh. Well, my usual response to that is reminding children that I'm just the toy maker and certain things have to be left up to mom and dad. <laughs>
0: So I have to tell you a funny story and we're going to get to that question, but it has to do with naughty or nice. So I'll wait till I get to that question because I want to ask you one more before I get to that one. What do you do on Christmas Day uh, when you're officially a day off, like all the families are together and you're done uh, handing out all those gifts flying around the world?
1: Well, that is you're right. That's first day off in a long time. And Mrs. this is Klaus and I. We like to spend the day visiting with family and we enjoy a little quiet time put the feet up and I generally get in as many naps as I can because by that point I'm, I'm in dire need.
0: Yep. I get that. So a few years ago, uh, Santa, when my daughter was about five years old, it was about 11 years ago. Uh, I remember I, we went and visited you at the local mall and, 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 you know, she said, mom, I, mama, I I asked Santa if he's coming to my house. And he said, absolutely for sure. He's coming to my house, so it doesn't really matter if I'm naughty or nice. So I don't think that's true. But how do we know if we ended up on that naughty or nice list, Santa?
1: I get that question all the time, everywhere I go. It's the and my response to that is, am I on the naughty or nice list? It's well, the nice list is very, very long, filled with millions of names, and that, I, that I, I can't possibly remember everyone who's on it. But the naughty list, however, is usually very short. So if, uh, if you ask, and I can remember your name, there's a good chance you may not be on the nice list.
0: Mm, okay, that's a good point. So let's talk about the qualifications that get you placed on that naughty or nice list. What are those?
1: Well, originally, the placement of naughty or nice was based on behavior throughout the year. Well, I can mm-hmm. tell you that... For a good long while, there were lots of little boys and girls who ended up with lumps of coal in their stocking a set of presents. These days, children don't start even hearing about Santa Claus and how he sees you when you're naughty and sees you when you're nice until about two weeks before Christmas. And by that time, it's, Jimmy, Santa Claus is watching you and if you don't stop swinging off the chandelier, you're not gonna get anything for Christmas this year. Well, Jimmy gets his mind right pretty quick and you get about two weeks of uh, pretty good behavior But the 50 weeks that came before that are questionable at best. I think if if parents were to remind their children throughout the year that Santa's watching, so be good for goodness sake, things might work out a little bit better come Christmas time. Um. Kids generally tend to get it together, and they step right up to the plate when they need to, though. That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: So we're talking with Santa today, and Santa, you know, are there any... uh, when, when boys and girls visit you during this uh, Advent season leading up to Christmas do they pose any trick questions to you
1: you know that that does happen from time to time it's usually from from a boy or girl or that's maybe a little on the edge maybe they're just not quite sure whether or not they're accepting of Santa Claus at that point as they get a little bit older that tends tends to get away from them but uh what I say that is that I I make, you know, of course, I make many visits around the world before Christmas. And one of those, one of the questions I get is, well, where are your uh, sleigh and and reindeer, Santa? Are they on the roof? Maybe they're on the street. Are they on the street? My response is always the same. Well, no, they're still at the North Pole. They only fly one time a year on Christmas Eve. And that's when, of course, I get the question. It's, well, then how in the world did you get here, Santa? And I tell them, because I I saw it coming, I tell them, the truth that many good little boys and girls will keep in contact me over the years, even when they get to be adults and have children of their own. And very often as adults, they'll contact me to let me know that they'll have a car or truck or something available for me to use on my visits if I need one when I'm in the area around Christmas time.
0: I love it. See, that's a a gift of charitable giving during the, the, the season, which is a big part of our season is giving back and People, uh, good boys and girls, and and a lot of adults helping Santa Claus out when he needs it to visit other people. So, have you had to deal much with jealousy or claims of favoritism within your team of reindeer, Santa?
1: Well, as you know, Rudolph, you know he was not one of the original eight reindeer, and he took a little bit of heat from some of the other reindeer when he first banged out of the scene. He earned his chops though on that one blizzardy night and that almost impossible Christmas Eve. And the light from his shining nose was able to cut right through the storm like a hot knife through butter, and he became an overnight sensation. Outside of Rudolph, you know, Prancer has achieved you know a bit of uh, individual fame and recognition. And but Rudolph, he gives all the credit to the other reindeer, and he's never let all that no- notoriety go to his head. But things had never been quite the same between him and and the others. But of course, he doesn't even have to pull the sleigh; he just leads the way. <laughs>
0: so. Also during this time of the year, one of the things that um, we're doing in my family is that we're trying to watch different Christmas musics, uh, 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 movies rather, and some that we have never seen before. Of course, we do have our favorites in our family. I I do love Home Alone and I love uh, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and I love some of the oldies too. Uh, What are some of your favorite Christmas movies during this time
1: of the year? Well, those are all good picks. Those are all great movies, a lot of fun. But my hands-down favorite is Christmas movie is the 1947 version of Miracle on 34th Street with Maureen O'Hara and Natalie Wood, which might've been her first first movie. And then Edmund Gwynn as Santa Claus. It's Mm. classic.
0: I love it. That's a great movie. That's one of my favorites too. I just love watching them during this time of the year. The Christmas season would not be Christmas season without these classic movies. I just love them. One of my favorites lately too has been Daddy's Home. Uh, to the Christmas one version. I, I love it with John Lithgow and, and Mel Gibson. It's, it's actually quite funny. Um, what do your final preparations look like getting ready for a liftoff on Christmas Eve, Santa?
1: Well, the days leading up to Christmas could easily be described as a controlled chaos. We all are, <laughs> are working hard. They're caring for the reindeer, finishing and wrapping toys, preparing the sleigh for takeoff. Mrs. Claus got a checkoff list, making sure that everything is done well and on time. Everyone's got a job to do and, and they work very hard to ensure success, knowing that there are many, many people counting on them to make it happen.
0: So when you're done delivering gifts, what's Mrs. Claus doing back at the North Pole?
1: Well, believe it or not, many, many years ago, Mrs. Claus for a short time would go out in the sleigh to deliver gifts with me. Mm. we we'd get on the sleigh and off we'd go she really didn't like it though it came down to we're going too fast Santa or I'm freezing out here or I think you missed the turn and she really wasn't very <laughs> happy with the flying so these days she just stays back and supervises the yells while I'm gone and waits for me to get back that's great
0: so what keeps you using the sleigh to deliver gifts when there's so much modern technology available today
1: Well, as you know, I live in a community of elves, and all the elves have very specific jobs, and right up there with the toy makers are the map makers, the cartographers, and they map out a route for us, and they calculate time and distance, and very often, one will travel with me to help navigate the course. Things have always worked like a charm, so there's really no reason to try something new. My motto is, if anything broke, don't fix it.
0: Mm, I love it. So what do you, you know, you, it's a busy time for you right now leading up to Christmas Eve, Santa. But what do you and Mrs. Claus do to relax at the end of the holiday season?
1: Well, we'd like to take a, a little vacation down south in the States to an older community, mostly made up of men and women that look very much like us. with are <laughs> old women and men with long white beards. And we blend in <laughs> and have a lot of fun for a couple of weeks before we head back to the North Pole and get back to work again.
0: So do you get a little bit of a suntan there, Santa, before you head back to the North Pole?
1: <laughs> well, uh, very little. Between my sunglasses <laughs> and my big beard, there, uh, leaves little, very little space to hit. But I do have, I do get a little sun.
0: So where do you see Santa in five years?
1: Well, five years or ten years from now, if I'm not still not Santa Clausing out of the North Pole, I'll, I'll be pretty disappointed. As many years as I can be Santa, that's where I'll be because there's just no better job for me.
0: So what inspires you to be Santa?
1: Well, I think I was I think I was born to be Santa Claus. Uh-huh. I love children. I've always enjoyed giving to and caring for others. I think I'm a natural for the position. I certainly look at the part. Seeing the faces of all little boys and girls' faces and listening to all the stories about everything that they love about Christmas is is absolutely priceless. It's the best time of the year, as they say in the story. I love it. I love it.
0: We're talking to Santa Claus here this morning on It's Your Community. He is busy working in the North Pole with his elves getting ready to visit all of us across the world on his sleigh and give us those wonderful Christmas gifts. And Santa, what would you say to young people today who are not convinced that Santa Claus really exists?
1: Well, there's a dilemma there. There's a real dilemma because children see lots of different Santas and holds shapes and sizes all through the season. And some will say, I'm not sure if I believe in Santa Claus or are you the real Santa Claus? And they'll say, well, mom just took me to Target or I was just at the mall. And there's a guy right down the street ringing a bell that looks just like you. And I tell them, well, there's just one Santa Claus. But and all the other Santa Clauses that you see, they don't get there by accident. There are lots of gentlemen that look very much like me recruited by the elves. We ask them to perfor- portray Santa and then gather up information from the children about Christmas wishes and lists and for the naughty and nice list as well. So I tell him, if you see other Santa Clauses out there, you better treat him like he's the absolute real one, even if he isn't, because he's got a direct link to me and will share with me everything that he's learned.
0: Anna, It's such a pleasure talking with you and having you here on Intercommunity. Community. Any last words, anything else you want to share with our listeners before we let you go?
1: Well, always beautiful the children. Be good. Listen to your mom and dad. Do as well as you can in school and, and get out from behind that screen and get outside and have some fun. It's a great season, but it's short.
0: Yes, it's a fun season, Santa. Thank you so much, and we're so excited to have you visit our homes this Christmas Eve.
1: Well, thank you very much, Vanessa, for having me.
0: Santa Claus, right here on it's your community. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I am telling you
1: why Santa Claus is coming to town. Let's make a list a
0: little bit of Sam Boobly here. As I promised, I'm playing a little bit of one of Santa's favorite songs here. And we're going to end the show also with his favorite story. Twas the night before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow Gave the luster of midday to objects below When what to my wondering eye should appear But a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer With a little old driver so lively and quick I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick More rapid than eagles, his courses they came And he whistled and shouted and call, called them by name Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, O Comet and Cupid, O Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. And as dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky, so up to the housetop the courses they flew, with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawning of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed in all fur, from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot, and a bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack, He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings Then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his teen gave a whistle and away they all flew like the down of a thristle. And but I heard him explain, er he drove out of sight, happy Christmas to all and to all a good night." You better watch out. you better not cry,
1: you better not pout. I am telling you why Santa Claus is coming
0: to town. If you have any questions or comments or show topics you want me to get to, you can reach me at epiphanycommunications.com. That's epiphanycommunications.com, or you can find me. Vanessa Denhagarmo on any of my social media platforms, on LinkedIn and Instagram, on X and Epiphany Communications on Facebook. As always, we remind you to connect, communicate, and to collaborate with your community. We'll catch you next time here on It's Your Community.
1: It's Your Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.